HD1079 Life, James here with you, joined again by Michaela Howard-Jones. Michaela Howard-Jones, hello. Hello. How you going? Oh, I'm brilliant. How are you doing? Good. It's been a big day. It has been a big day. We've been doing, we've been doing tons, lots of podcasting today, voiceover stuff, you know, the whole, because HD, as well as being, you know, a really wonderful, truly amazing radio show, we also do four podcasts as well outside of it. So lots and lots of stuff to do. So uh, we're doing this right at the end of the day. So it's kind of like our... A palate cleanser. It is. It's our last hurrah, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So we got lots to talk about today anyway. Um, we're talking a little bit about these podcasts that we're making as well as some of the ones that have just come out, which are really great. We Check them out. Um, hashtags that you hope you never see. Um, one has just been released um, due to something which you thought was... Um, a swarm of um, ants flying through space. Yes. And when we were looking at it and you went, yeah, I just don't even think that's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. It just didn't captivate me. It didn't make me go wow. Although then it turned then out... Then what would make you go wow? I don't know, James. Look, all I have to say to that is that you need to do a lot to impress me, clearly. <laughs> Look, if if I if you can't do a swarm of ants fly, if, if I can't impress you with that, there's not really much else I can really do. Although I'd like you're, to see you're, you try. You just you're, gotta push the boundaries. You're impressed a with more. A, mel- a well-made coffee. That's true. So you find a well-made coffee more impressive than yeah. uh, a fifty-mile swarm of ants flying through space. I don't know. Space. I just feel like science this day is always evolving. What else are they going to discover? Who knows? Flying ants is not that far out of the realm of possibility. Give me something bigger. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, we're going to get to that. Well, hopefully you have because we said okay. So it prompted a hashtag. Hashtag flying ants. Mm. Thinking hashtags that you don't really want to see. So hopefully you've come up with other ones that are a little bit more engaging. Then yes. Okay. Well, hopefully. And I've come up with some too, and some are a little strange that just sort of indicate where I'm, where my head is at, humour-wise, at the end of the day. But we'll get to that in a moment. Um, if you're feeling really frustrated and really kind of uh, like you've got a lot inside that you want to let out over this frustration, mm. Iceland has come up with a really amazing um, solution. Um, let's just say um, your frustration, your feelings of. Um, isolation, your feelings of being cooped up, you can actually export them to Ireland, uh, to Iceland. To Iceland. And they've actually come up with a way to show you how. We'll be talking about that as well. Uh, we've got tons of other stuff too. Music from Harry Styles, Guy Sebastian and Elizabeth Grace. But right now, this is Justin Bieber. You're listening to ArchD 107.9 Live. That was Lewis the Child and Vera Blue. You are listening to ArchD 107.9 Live. I love that song. But I reckon, pers- I think that's one for the driving. You know, the road trips yeah, album? Yeah, I've, 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 I've got, I'm setting up, I'm seriously getting into... Uh, the crafting of my Spotify playlist at the moment. Mm. And that's in my 80s electronica mix. Oh, interesting. Which doesn't really feature that much 80s electronica, but hey, look, this is just it. There's just so much retro 80s electronica out there at the moment. So I've got that one in there. That's beautiful. I've got, what else have I got in there? Creating Spotify playlists is real art. I'm just, I'm always shocking at it. I can never stick to a theme. Do you find that it's a a skill you didn't know you had? Um, Well, I'll tell you what. So yesterday I was driving home from Karakalinga. I was down at Karakalinga for the weekend and as I was driving back, I find it like I was taking opportunities to pull over at little roadside stops along the way because I kept having these ideas of going, here's my play. What it needs now is this and this. So I was having to keep all of the different song ideas in my head as I went along. Thinking, when oh, inspiration this, this. strikes, you have to put it down. And actually also I put um, a song that we'll be playing a bit later. Um, uh, actually coming up next, that If I Told You by The Saga, I put that in there as well. So 
another song in my 80s electronica we'll get we'll get to the the the, the point of this break in a second maybe we won't i don't know but um you never really know we'll be uh uh so i've got this one track which was the very first track on my 80s electronica playlist, which, which was is. a song called Rush Hour by Jane Weedlin. And it's a song that isn't that well known yeah. uh, at all, but she was with Belinda Carlisle and she put this one song out, which is this awesome, fantastic song. So check it out. Rush Hour by Jane Weedlin. Uh, we're talking 1980. Uh, I'll just quickly check the date. Are you showing 1988. your age here, James? <laughs> am I showing my age? Well, uh, yes, I believe I am. Uh, no so, shame. So I was in year eight in 1988. So there oh, you go. Beautiful. It's easy to line them all up because people go, you know, when people have to say, what year was I in this year? And I go, 1987, I was in year seven. 1986, I was in year six. It's like really, That's really easy. Beautiful. I know. It was all worked out that way. My parents were very savvy. They were clearly. They'd thought it out. But anyway, so that's that was the start of my of my eighties electronica playlist, and now there's like tons of other. It's, deve- it's gone of off. It's gone off the rails clearly. But it was like it was a really good one. I've got that one, and then I've got another playlist, which is my I call it my big beats playlist, right? Ooh. Which is the more full on stuff. So yeah, big. Sounds it. Um, you're those, really those setting sort of, a really high bar if you're calling a playlist something like big beats. Um, we should probably we should probably go to a song. Probably. <laughs> At this point. Uh, that was fun. We should do it again. Yeah. Uh, we got lots more stuff coming up. Harry Styles, Guy Sebastian, Elizabeth Grace. But a song that's made its way onto my 80s electronica playlist. The Saga, if I told you. Absolutely love this one. You're listening to HD1079 Live. That's Harry Styles. You're listening to HD1079 Live. Guy Sebastian and Elizabeth Grace on the way very shortly. Okay. Um... Okay, so okay, let's just quickly go to where this kind of began, this whole yes. idea. Hashtags you hope that you never see. Yeah. Okay, so this is the story that happened. Originally, this did not impress you when no. you thought that this was happening in space. I'm really which, seriously. We need to talk about this more because we, go, we yeah. because this is a, this is a serious problem. If this doesn't blow your mind, okay. A 50 mile wide swarm of flying ants has been making its way over the UK and it's so huge that it's been spotted from space. Now, it's from space, not yep, in space, not in which space. is what you thought. Okay. That's that's a my bad. That's on me. Okay. The enormous cloud of insects was picked up by the Met Office's weather radar over Kenton, Sussex on England's southeast coast. The weather service said smaller swarms could also be seen over London. Mm, this just sounds terrifying. A video was released by the Met Office alongside a tweet saying, it's not raining in London, Kent or Sussex, but our radar says otherwise. The radar is actually picking up a swarm of hashtag flying ants. Hashtag flying ants. Across the southeast. Which, you know what, I must admit, maybe the reason it did not thrill me, that was the word I used, I said that doesn't thrill me. Maybe that reason is because I thought they were in space. Because actually being honest... The idea of a swarm of flying ants terrifies me. Okay, so I guess I'm then not a fan of I that. guess then if the hashtag was hashtag flying ants in, in space, space, that would then make more sense. Well, but yeah. in a way, if you just if you got onto Twitter and saw like trending hashtags and it said hashtag flying ants, you went how is this such a prevalent thing that yeah. it's it's up there? Mm. So that is a, a hashtag I really am not happy to see. Although I'm glad it's all the way over in England. We don't yes. have to worry about it so Different much. Different continent, someone else's problem. But Michaela Howard-Jones, for you, yeah. what is uh, if that's a hashtag that you wouldn't really want to see, what are other ones that would okay. potentially be worse Well, here's the thing. I know throwing this out there, I'm going to stand alone in the room. Okay. But for any other Gen Zers out there listening, and possibly even millennials, Mm. This is actually 
Uh, so I'm going off book, but this is actually already a hashtag, right? Okay. It's been trending. Mm-hmm. And that is hashtag ban TikTok. Right on. Have you heard about this, James? I have heard... No, I haven't heard about the hashtag, but I've been hearing a lot lately yes. about the fact of the, um, I guess, like privacy concerns yeah, with I it. Yeah, I think so. And Look, people I'm not going to pretend like I'm super knowledgeable about this, but all I, all I know is obviously it's a big thing in the media right now and people have been weighing in and it's become a hashtag. Yeah. And I'm not happy to see it. Do you? But are you a TikTok person? Yes. You are a TikTok person. Well, I don't make TikToks. I view TikToks. Uh-huh. I waste a lot of my time on TikTok. How many hours in a day do you reckon you would dedicate to TikTok? Oh, look, I mean, I could pull over my I could pull open my phone and actually look, but I won't embarrass myself to do that. I'm going to say a few hours a day. And do you subscribe to that metric that when you ask someone about things that they do compulsively and they say a certain time frame, do you just double it? I really hope not because if I'm that would spending be six, hours. six plus hours on t- we have a bigger issue at hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, what else? What other Okay, let me let me put in one of mine, which will probably would be very similar. Mm. If I saw a hashtag trending saying hashtag no Netflix for six months. Oh, oh, that's a game changer. Uh, Especially with COVID as well. We can't go anywhere. We couldn't watch anything. No. No. See that would be a real problem. It would be. Yeah. So Well, okay. how many I'm gonna throw it out to you then. How many hours do you think you spend a day on Netflix? Oh, probably six minutes, seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> minutes? How short is no, your attention? No, 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 no. I was going to say, if we, we then double it, that's 14 solid minutes. No, I'd say I probably, Netflix, I'd probably go maybe an hour and a half, two hours. But See, I think that's realistic because the fact of the matter is I wouldn't have any more available time than that even if true. I wanted. That's true. You were a very, very busy person. Indeed. But we were just talking today about how you are king of all things popular culture. That's true. I, I do. don't understand how you stay on top of the trend wagon if you're only spending that many hours watching TV shows and movies on Netflix. See, and that's the thing. Like We were talking about this this morning and I realised I get up early in the morning and uh, I get up before anyone else in my house gets up and mm. I have my coffee and I do that and I enjoy the quiet. Um, and then I feel that I waste time yeah. by just looking at that kind of stuff. But I have come to this amazing conclusion mm. uh, that I'm working because I have to stay on top <laughs> of all of these particular things. Well, that's what I tell myself yeah. today. Because in actual fact, no, you got to tap into this stuff. You got to tap into this stuff. Yeah. You know? Do you know what you should do if you really want to feel like what wasting time is? Enlighten me. You should get TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have people in my house to show me TikTok and I find they'll show me the TikTok. They'll, they'll um, have their iPad or their phone or whatever. Mm. They'll come to me and, and, and show me the TikTok and they'll go, isn't this hilarious? Oh. And, I'll, and it'll be like the one I got shown the other day, it was uh, James Charles, the oh, okay. um, internet celebrity and makeup designer. I know that it's not going to be funny then. But it was him on a um, tennis court oh. with another person and two other people who are apparently well-known. They're like twin brothers. Oh, yeah. And they're well-known and they were singing some sort of medley to something and and it was shown to me as being hilarious. And what? Why were they on a tennis court? Well, that's a really good question. That was a question I asked, but then I was informed that's the wrong question to ask. Yeah, right. But apparently, no, the, the wrong question, the, and, but apparently the right question to ask is, James, why don't you find this hilarious? Mm. Um, James, why don't you find this hilarious? Well, there was nothing funny about it. There were just two kind of, you know. Mediocre. I don't want to say, yeah, mediocre, that's your word. Um <laughs> <laughs> 
I retract. I didn't say that. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say. I just said that you said they were mediocre, <laughs> and then I said nothing. Uh, I didn't. I didn't move to correct you. Um, singing like some medley of songs badly yeah. on a tennis court, and and also <laughs> oh, you won't say mediocre, but you'll say badly. Yeah, but 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 the point is the badly is the hilarious thing. Yeah, right. So you go okay. So a hashtag then that I would fear is James Charles wins Grammy. <laughs> See, but that's just not being realistic. You know what's more realistic? Flying ants in space. That's it is more way realistic. more realistic. Coming up. Oh, other ones quickly that you didn't want to see. Other ones I had was um, <laughs> I wrote here while we were talking because I'm like I've, I shaved my head right, so I'm bald. Mm. And so uh, we were seeing that I actually like when I take my headphones off when we're recording, I like stick put my headphones just on my head and they you stick. Look like a bunny. They stick. So if there was a hashtag, headphone suction is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> that would really worry me for all the years I've been doing that. Uh, the other one I thought was, where are all the cows, underscore seriously, underscore they're gone. I just think that would be really terrifying. That would be, that would be just be terrifying thing to see trending. All right, yeah, lots more coming up. Lot, like, And we just got, keep going with these hard-hitting topics, I Absolutely. think. Absolutely. Uh, music from uh, Elizabeth Grace Powfu, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. Uh, but right now, this is Guy Sebastian listening to HD 107.9 Life. That is Guy Sebastian. You're listening to HD 107.9 Life, Elizabeth Grace and Powfu on the way uh, very shortly. Now, Iceland, I mean, what do we really know about Iceland? Iceland is the green country and Greenland is the icy country. And I know that's because it's funny and then I don't know anything else. So please inform me what's going on in Iceland. Okay. There's one other thing, of course, we do now know about Iceland. Uh, so you claim to be all over Netflix, but you didn't know what this was when I talked about Iceland. Uh, yes. And that is for one reason and one reason alone. It is dumb. <laughs> That's a good enough reason for me. Okay, as we know, Iceland, oh. home of Volcano Man, no, as seen on the new no, Eurovision I'm not even from movie. Iceland, and I feel bad for them that that's their representation. But you said you felt really bad that it paints Rachel McAdams. Yes, in a, it does. In like, a, okay, anyone who's familiar with Rachel McAdams' work would not have heard that and gone, oh, Rachel McAdams. No, okay, she was Queen Regina George, okay? From Mean Girls, yes. Yes. So, so there it is. Um, anyway, Iceland uh, is getting into the business, uh, into the import business. Mm. Really seriously into the import business. Um, I'm sure they must do a lot of importing. I'm not too sure what the natural exports no. of Iceland are besides no. Björk and no, that's Volcano it. Man. But, well, yeah. Uh, but here we go. Here we go. And this, this, this is why. And it's all to do with um, everything that's been happening with COVID-19. Iceland is marketing itself as the perfect place to let your frustrations out as it channels the power of screen therapy. People struggling with the events of this year are being invited to let off steam by recording themselves screaming mm. and having them played over a loudspeaker in a remote part of the country. Now, for some reason, that immediately appeals to me. The oh, idea really? that deep frustrations can be then recorded but then amplified. Yeah. Okay, well, Over immediately, it's interesting that you say immediately this appeals to you because immediately my first reaction is I've got questions. Okay. And they are, first of all, so are you just wherever you are recording your screams and you send them what, to the, to the I don't know, the government of Iceland and they're just like, sick, we'll chuck that on the loudspeaker and... I guess so. I mean, I mean they've set up they've set up a website apparently all about oh, it, okay. and they've they're saying that they've set up seven speakers. They're being set up around the country for the campaign, mm. and participants can choose their location. 
of where they would like to have their screams heard. Um, Such as the peak of Festivjarl in Rekinjars Peninsula (laughs) and (laughs) Skorfukas. Skorfukas. Could I not scream and just send me saying foreign words badly? Because didn't we do this last week with that place that set up the the, Nestle country? With the French The French French bank. Yeah. And I insisted on saying it with like a... I did (laughs) I tell you what I'm going to do, because I told you that my sister... Like, remember last week I said my sister's Mm. about to have a a little pub and that she was learning um, um, French because her partner's French? Yes. Well, she has now had the little pub. She has. So, happy true birthday, Zara. Oh, beautiful. What's your sister's name? My sister's name's Rebecca. Uh, Well, congratulations, Rebecca. Congratulations And Francois. And and Francois, Francois, yeah, Francois and Rebecca. He is French, and and their little bub Zara. So Beautiful. I I'm gonna go over and visit Francois because now I get a chance. I've got to hold a new little bub, That's my new exciting. little niece, which is very exciting. And so I will um try pronouncing that to him, and I will let you yes. know. I will let okay, you know. But you do you have to do me one favor because I'll be okay. mad if you do it wrong. You can't right. start with a precursor for oh so I'm doing the podcast and this is you know blah blah. You just have to hit him with it and say. Am I saying this right? No, I'm not. You know what? I'm not even going to do that. I'm going to say to him, "Hey, Francois, have you ever heard of uh uh-uh? uh?" Yeah, that's it. And that's then the if way he to do if it. he goes to me, um, huh? Or, <laughs> or oh dear? Did you just ha in French? <laughs> or or this? Or what did you just call me? <laughs> Anyway, I'll let you know how that goes. Anyway, you can export yeah, your screams to Iceland. we got lots more coming up. Uh, music from Ariana Grande and Emily Brimlow. But right now, this is, I love this one. This is Elizabeth Grace. You're listening to RHD 1079 Life. That's powerful. You're listening to RHD 1079 Life. Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande and Emily Brimlow on the way very shortly. Now, a lot of what we've been doing lately, Michaela Howard-Jones is working on our podcasts as well as our radio show. We have yes. four different podcasts, um, one of which is one called School Life. Today we were working on one all about uh, Black Fry's uh, Priory School yes. and their race to high school and it's some amazing interviews. Love them what they're going on over there. Really surprisingly like emotional interviews, yeah. weren't they? They were really – you don't really expect that when you speak to sort of like the principal of a school mm. and people who work in leadership in a school that – um, but if, but I mean I say that, but then of course when you ask them about the things about the school that really matter to them and sort of their most, you know, their happiest memories of being at the school and and the things that they believe the school represents, of course they're going to be emotionally yeah. invested because I don't think you could ever work in a school and just go oh Not nah this is just a yeah, job yeah totally and that's what I love so much about that interview as well because I think that as students and people like of the student body or of families and stuff like that they have this idea of principals and you know people who work in all of these like higher up positions yeah. they don't really have a lot of like working relationships with the students because they're just too busy yeah so and what I love about the interview is it really just like you know reveals all of that beauty to to you know the people that really matters yeah and I think there's yeah there's a real sense I mean even when you're out of school you always think of the principal and people like that as these really distant yeah figures you know you only really uh talk to them and have contact with with principals when you're a student if it's really, really necessary, mm-hmm. if you really have to for something. Really Quite important. often it's if you get given a certificate or something or or something like that in an assembly or something like that because you're right, they're really super busy. Yeah. Um, but when it all comes down to it, their, their deep passion and drive and, and care 
for the school as a whole is is enormous. It so is. that was really great. So that'll be coming out probably in the next few weeks, I imagine. One that has just come out is from St. Aloysius College. They have a big program there called JAM, uh, Justice and Mercy, which is a big part of their school. I think over 100 of the students at the school are actually in this group. That is so incredible. And it's been a big time for them um, as they were leading out of uh, the last term into the holidays. The, the whole, not the holidays just gone, but the ones that were before that because they didn't know whether or not they were even going to be back at school this term. None of us did. It wasn't anything that was really kind of on the cards. Um, so they had to work out all of the different strategies to make sure that they could still like do stuff together. Um, and we'd like to play the first few minutes of that particular podcast. Um, this is the brand new one. You can see this on the School Life podcast channel. Here it is. Even though we're apart, we're still a team because it's not the meetings as such that make us jam. It's what we stand for more. Um, and what is that? Making the world a better place for everyone um, okay. and helping those who aren't in a position to help themselves. Um, is that a good way to put it? Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the School Life Podcast. James here with you, bringing you the first in a series of podcasts for 2020 about JAM at St. Aloysius, which stands for Justice and Mercy Group. If you haven't heard our 2019 podcasts about JAM at SAC, I'll put a link to them in our show notes. They are truly inspirational. To see how St. Aloysius has brought social justice, Catholic social teaching and their mercy charism to life within their student community is remarkable. And we'll be tracking this year's Jam Group in our 2020 series, their stories and the way they choose to make a difference in their community and the world at large. I met up with some students of this year's team last term to talk about what it is in the spirit and work of Jam that inspires them to be such an active part of it while there are so many other things and opportunities happening in their lives. Just a bit of extra info, in this conversation, Tegan talks about something called PIP, and what she's referring to is the Pipiljara community, which is about 200 kilometers southwest of Uluru in the APY lands where St. Aloysius visit on an annual immersion trip. Just following on from what um, you were saying, Tegan, about the whole, I guess, purpose behind what Jam is, this whole idea of making the world a better place. Like there's so many people out there, like literally who work on that same idea, that same objective. You know, we've got like, you know, thousands of people out in the world, you know, great role models that we look to. You know, it'd be really easy just to go, you know what? Those guys are out there and they're doing it. You know, that's cool. Like I've got my own stuff to deal with. I've got my own life. I've got my own family. I don't necessarily need to be involved in all this stuff. They can go out and they can do it. You don't necessarily have to be involved. To actually be involved is a choice. It's an effort. It's a commitment. Why would you do that when you already know there are others out there doing it? Why do you have to be the ones out there being involved in that? Because I don't think um, the world will fully be like a better place until everyone does it. And the longer we think the problem isn't me, the bigger the problem's going to get. Right. So do you think we all need to be a part of this somehow? I think everyone should be doing something. It's not about being, you know, zero waste or the best person at recycling. It's about making little changes where you can because if everyone makes a little change, then no one has to sacrifice everything. Mm. And it'll turn into a big change. So 
So that's it. The first little bit, the first little taste of the new podcast from St. Aloysius College on the School Life podcast channel. Just look for School Life wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever else. We'll put a link to it on our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook, look for RHD Radio and Podcasting, and it's all there. we got lots more coming up, music from Emily Brimlow and more. But right now, this is Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. You're listening to RHD 107.9 Life. That was Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. You are listening to RHD 107.9 Life. Michaela Howard-Jones, that's time we are out. We are out for the day. Look out for, I don't know. Just look out. Look out. Just look out for um, um, any of those um, hashtags that you don't want to see flying, flying around the place. Flying ants. Uh, you know, people, if you're listening, we're no counting Netflix on you to notify months. the continent if there are flying ants covering our... I really need to know about that. So if you guys mm. could be on top of that, that'd be great. Fantastic. Great. We got lots more stuff coming up here on 107.9 Live. Stay tuned for more of your music. We are here with HD Radio every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. And yeah, uh, we'll see you in a few days. Absolutely. See you then. Bye. See you then. Bye. Bye.